0: Hey everybody, it's Harry. Welcome to another episode of Alston Pudding Presents the Podcast. Personally, I'm doing great, feeling good. I love the summer. I love hot weather, hot, humid, sweaty ass weather. I like to, st- I like to stink. So I am in heaven right now. Yeah, summer's summer's been good to me so far. Working on my Trademark Farmer's Tan. Yeah. Anyway, really excited for this week's episode. We have uh, a special guest. Um, You know, most of the episodes I talk to musicians or people involved in musical organizations. We've had a couple exceptions with that. So this week's guest is Alex Magleby, and he is one of the founding organizers of In Between Days, uh, the festival that's going to happen. Next month, August, uh, down in Quincy at Veterans Memorial Stadium, uh, sort of near Wollaston Beach. Um, It's the festival's in its second year of existence, uh, and it's got a killer. It's got a killer lineup this year. Um, Let me just take a second to bring up that lineup because, yeah, it looks so cool. They started it last year. It was one day. This year, they're moving to two days. It's August 18th and 19th. Um, I'm going to try to just supplement other information while I go to as I go to bring up the the lineup for this year. I don't like Modest Mouse is the big headliner. Um, Sunny Day Real Estate. You're covering a lot of classic 90s indie alternative, which is just those two. So the lineup this year consists of Lord Huron, and modest mouse those are the two like top bill headliners you got trampled by turtles fantagram sunny day real estate who i'm so excited to see i've never seen them before but you know that's some like 90s indie alternative legends um they're you know like one of the early midwest emo bands super super excited to see them um cautious clay the beths Yolk lore blitz and trapper There's a lot of really good acts, Um, a lot of like kind of local New England bands uh, that awesome puddings covered before, like Shallow Pools, Weekend Friends, Dutch Tulips, Paper Tigers, Mint Green, Sweet Petunia. It's a great lineup. There's also you're going to hear, you know, I'm not going to take too long to describe it because I'm going to let Alex talk about it. But yeah, and there's also going to be a lot of other cool stuff at this festival. So There're still tickets available, like a it's a two day festival. So, um, a single day tickets are going for like one hundred five right now, and then tickets for both days are like one seventy five. And there's like a VIP tier that you know, if if that's that's your thing, I'm not entirely sure what the VIP tier entails. Um, but anyway, I'm super excited. I didn't wasn't able to go to the one last year, but I heard it was fantastic. Yeah, but, you know, I will be there this year, so if you see me around, uh, you know, come say hi. But yeah, anyway, without further ado, let's get to it. Here's my talk with Alex Magleby. Welcome back, listeners, to another episode of the Austin Pudding Podcast. My guest this week is Alex Maggleby, who is—what what is your role with In Between Days, exactly?
1: yeah, so you know i founded the company, founded the festival. as we've grown, obviously, we've added people that are way more talented than, than me to run it and kind of curate it and do all of the really cool stuff that's happening. Um so I'm now like probably our biggest cheerleader and I represent you know the brand and everything else as the CEO
0: nice, yeah. And so in between days, this summer this this will be the the second iteration of the festival it first popped up last summer exactly
1: yeah, yeah. And, and harry were you there last year
0: i actually was not i forget what i was doing that weekend but i think on,
1: Man, because like in 20 years you'd be like i was there for all 20 years
0: <laughs> yeah i'm definitely i'm definitely going this year like I, like no doubt like the lineup this year especially the lineup last year was looked fantastic but the lineup this year especially like I'm just, you know, especially for a, a festival in its second year, like you're you're pulling big artists.
1: Yeah, well, I think it's a combination that I, that's really excited for me. I think when we sat down to do this, we're like, what music do we want to listen to? Mm-hmm. You know, I think a lot of us are big believers in the New England music scene, yeah. but there are also just some bands that we would really love to see live. Where we want to see live again, mm-hmm. and we want a decent balance of, of various types of artists. I think that's just selfishly, you know, to be truthful. It's just that we built a lineup that a lot of us would want to be at.
0: Yeah, and so uh I mean, so what are some of the the artists that you're most excited to see this year?
1: Yeah, without I don't mean, picking I, favorites because they're all different at different time of day and like. Yeah and it's like i look at the i look at the 24 bands like when am i gonna take a break you know? <laughs> it's, it's gonna be so hard I mean, it's so cool because it starts off with the gypsy moss right and they're a quincy band mm-hmm. um how cool is that in in a stadium in 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 their in their city and i think that's that's really really cool um and then it just grows from there on saturday and in but just, you know, you got Dutch Tulips and Paper and um, Paper Tigers and Krista Johnson, who I love. And you get kind of a lot of this local flair, but some really talented musicians building up to you know, you get to the end of the night on Saturday and it's Modest Mouse. You know, Modest Mouse was a band that got me through some crazy times in life. You know, that once in Crowded West was for me arguably the best album ever made.
0: Yeah, I think if you're between a certain age and like really like yeah. indie alternative rock, then you've you've had a modest mouse phase or it's not a phase and you just fucking love modest mouse, you know? <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. One of my older brothers. Yeah. got me hooked on modest mouth. in like, about 97, 98. Um, and I was yeah. in college and it was just, it, it spoke, it spoke to me very much for sure. Yeah. And then, and then on Sunday, you know, it's um, sweet petunia, you know, also plays with Winkler and you know, Austin's own Winkler. And then it kind of builds up. You got mint green, Who's who's doing great things and Dwight Nicole from from Vermont, um, Cat Wright, and that just k- keeps building and you know, I'm excited for Illiterate Light, really excited. You know, they do some really cool stuff, I think. Alison Pontier is awesome. I mean, Sunday's also just crazy. Yoke Lord does some really cool things and you know throws in the banjo every once in a while, which I really actually enjoy. Cautious Clay and you know, Tremble by Turtles is all, another band that has really for me personally spoke to me at, at times in my life, and mm. super excited for that. And Santagram's is going to be magic you know kind of on a late early evening sunday and then you end with lord huron and that's that's magic to me for sure so it's, yeah. it's like what, what, what poison do you pick and when <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: and uh i guess on more of the logistics side so it's at the veterans memorial stadium down in quincy uh um, yep. how how'd you kind of settle on on that as the as the venue last yes yeah, so or we that?
1: You know, we um, That's where part of our, our business, we're a sports entertainment company, started in 2018, kind of at the heart of it was bringing professional rugby to the United States. And mm-hmm. um, that's via the Free Jacks. That's kind of the heart of the company is what that allows us to do is bring people together that otherwise wouldn't be coming together. And for those that aren't familiar with rugby, it is a physical game. It's the world contact game. but. The great thing about the game is the behaviors of everybody who's participating. You know, after the game, you you break bread with the players you just played against. You know, you have you, you eat together, you have a drink together, mm-hmm. you catch up with people from all walks of life. You're in the stadium with me, and I'm wearing a different jersey than you. You're cheering on the opposite team, and we may buy each other beers. And that kind of whole vibe is um, kind of why we decided to get into rugby. i been into into it my whole mm-hmm. life in different aspects, but as a as an entertainment aspect and then kind of going into that process what are we really good at and it's actually we're actually really good at running these these events that where people have a lot of fun you know it's it's you, it's 2 to 92 years old you know families can come together but you bring your colleagues you bring your old college buddies you bring your friends and it's awesome and how do we continue to expand that and grow that and what's perhaps missing and um you know certainly in the in the arts and music space you know we felt that there's some gaps and opportunities for for some really high quality artists to get in front of others who really appreciate uh, their music and that's when we started in between days last year was kind of like let's end the summer on a really high note we pulled it off in eight weeks which is absolutely incredible uh, with some great bands you know manchester orchestra played an awesome set to end the night last year operationally probably some things that we learned pretty quickly we thought the music would just be kind of run and Know, some shading and things like that that we've really improved heading into this year as we learn and grow and that'll continue you know for the next decade as we continue to just make it more magical and bigger and better and so that was the kind of the impetus and so we started it and so now how do we continue to to create mm-hmm. this feeling um where others can come together in the community and just have a great time you know, think about a sports match rugby you know there's two teams and yes one team loses so half the people who leave you know probably are a bit disappointed where with a music fest you know if you're committed to it and into it like everybody leaves just having a awesome experience with others who just had the same experience and that feeling is um that's what i want to be doing the rest of my life is trying to figure out ways to to have those myself but also share those with others and so that's the impetus for it really
0: yeah that's that's really cool it's also cool i didn't realize that it, uh, you were like a sports entertainment company you know yeah. you were you were talking before i hit record you were talking about the free jacks and 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 rugby um and you know the you were mentioning so i you have it seems like outside of in between days found a way to kind of combine rugby and and music as you were saying because like this weekend like after the game the the english beat is playing
1: yeah and how cool is that you know it's a combination of really good food that's that's locally crafted, really good drinks, and you know, f- for for a lot of the demographics on the rugby side, that's that's beer, but there's other things as well. But some great craft breweries, and we have, you know, this tomorrow in Quincy, we there's a some of the top women's teams in the country are playing uh, throughout the morning and early afternoon. There's an IPA beer fest, and the Free Jacks play, which is the Major League Rugby team. You know, undefeated at home, and then after that, um, the English beat play. Plus, there's musicians playing kind of throughout the day, and that combo—it's like you're going to have a day of awesomeness. What is that going to look like? And, and for us, that's you know, it's pretty cool. You know, a couple of weeks ago, it was a Yacht Rock Fest, and Orleans played, and there was a- i was out of town
0: for the Yacht Rock Fest. Yeah, yeah. I I yeah. saw that, and because my friend lives down, uh, like one of my best friends lives down at Wollaston. Oh, and nice. So, like, you know, he he went to in between days last year, but okay. I was I was like. Dude, you you better go to this yacht rock festival because yeah. I am I am out of town.
1: <laughs> so yeah, it was so fun. There was wine and cheese, and fr- it was just fun. Right? At the end of the day, was, like the other day, was it
0: like was it like cover bands playing? Like
1: yeah, cover bands before. Um, uh, Boys of Summer played, and then after Orleans, you know, the, the, the classic. Yeah, like Orleans, the classic, you know, kind of seventies. You know, a few hit wonders, but they were they were magic. They did a great job, and it was it was kind of the first really beautiful day of the spring. And you know how awesome there's kids running around the field. There's people catching up with old friends and having a good drink and dancing. And it was just that magic, you know, and I think that's, mm. at the end of the day, we're in the business of joy and finding out every possible way that we can share that magic um, is what we're trying to, trying to set out to do, you know, and that's, that's what we're chasing for sure.
0: Yeah. And I, I feel like, you know, that's a good philosophy to to take into, you know, organizing and booking an event you know like especially like a music festival like it 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 needs to be fun it needs to be joyous for it for the attendees um you know like because every once in a while you hear like horror stories of festivals that are just like you know poorly laid out whether that's like you know in, in terms of just like the physical layout of the festival itself or there's just like a bunch of you know just there's just no nightmares water. you know yeah. there, there's you get to an island and there's no festival <laughs> uh, <laughs> stuff exactly. like that yeah. I mean so like when when you're uh booking and planning and organizing all this like what what are some of the issues that you anticipate and try to you know because i'm I'm sure there's plenty of, like putting any event there's stuff that just kind of happens on the fly that you're like all right, we got to figure this out real quick. But like, what are some of the, the variables that you kind of control for? I guess in the, I, I work yeah. in, I work in like a, like a research lab, not okay. doing science yeah. stuff, but you know, so if I can put it in scientific terms, what are, what yeah. are the controls? What do you what to control? What are the
1: variables? What are the constants, yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah. Variables for sure are the talent and beyond that, you know, it's a festival that has only existed now. This is the second year and the first year, you know, we're booking bands last June, Mm -hmm. um for a festival eight weeks later and you can imagine those conversations you know with some of the the agents the big agencies, like what you're doing what like there's no way but okay um and then you have to persuade them that actually you can put on a performance that's going to treat their artists um how they should be treated and i think we did that really well and you know the sound quality certainly by the end when manchester orchestra played is one of the best kind of manchester orchestra um personal opinion, um, but they did awesome. And and everybody throughout the day did well. And then it's, you know, so that's a variable. And then you're looking into the next year and and how do we continue to augment that and get artists to believe in what we're about. And then more importantly to that, then getting fans to believe in what we're trying to create and that they're going to have an experience that's worth their time. Nowadays, there's so many things you can do um, You know, we're not competing against any of their music festival We're just mm-hmm. competing against watching Netflix and and ten thousand yeah. other things that people can do on any given day, and go on a hike. You know, and so so yeah. how do we make yeah. that magical? But make sure people understand that that's what it's going to be, and getting that message out, and then actually delivering on that experience. And so you know, we've spent a lot of energy and resourcing making sure we're bringing the right people inside to really drive that. You know, James McDonald has come in as the general manager. He used to run the Life Is Good Festival. Um, and he's fantastic, you know. And putting in new elements that are really going to make the day super special. You know, there's the vintage mm-hmm. marketplace, and last year we started with the retro arcade, but really building that up, and that's awesome. That is so fun. um
0: Yeah, yeah. I, so, I mean, that was kind of where my next question yeah. was going to go. Like all, like you know, music festivals, like primarily are you know about the music, about the artists that you want to see, but you know, festivals nowadays have to have like. A whole bunch of extra like you know accoutrement you know <laughs>
1: yeah exactly
0: so you've got um I've like you know there's food available they're uh gonna have what like some food trucks some local yeah just, uh, i said
1: that i like there's some really you know exciting um food trucks i think that are coming on board rosa uh, mexicano there's mm-hmm. the great barbecue outfit that's actually from quincy um hot smoke barbecue and they do a fantastic job um the chubby chick- chickpea
0: oh they're great i love them yeah
1: Lobster Uh. proper, I think, um, cheese Louise, there's a, there's a vegan option, um, basil and bunny food truck. And there's a whole bunch more that are getting added in. And then we're working with, um, Little city thrifty, and so we've had hundreds of applicants to be vendors in the in the thrift kind of vintage fair, mm-hmm. and only forty lucky ones will get to do that. And certainly not my expertise to pick who's going to be the best at curating great vinyl records and a, and a handful of other things yeah, that are
0: vinyl pop up shop. Yeah, I, exactly that are tied um, into this
1: whole experience. But that that is awesome. And so some people may you know late afternoon want to take a break after rocking out to shallow pools before they go back out there and they can go you know have an experience in in the in the vendor village and, and the, the thrift area but also yeah. just play arcade games or sit on a tree or there's this massive um shade infrastructure going over the middle of the field so you can still lounge in there and still be checking out the bands
0: oh yeah uh, and that's that's definitely like you know necessary on a like a what is it? The dates are August nineteenth and twentieth. Yeah,
1: so it's, for yeah. this year, it's Saturday. Dog days, you know, <laughs> much be that like third week in August. But the question is, next year, is there a Friday night? Is there a weekend before? Mm-hmm. How do we continue to? So it's not, it's not a massive capacity. You know, we're talking mm-hmm. about seven, eight thousand people there. So, it's you're not jammed in and with no room. Like again, because selfishly going back to what do we want to experience? We've all kind of been a part of the massive, massive music festivals, and nothing wrong with those. There's a lot of awesome things that happen. But also, like if we're going to be doing this and we're bringing our friends and others from the community, what does that look like? And and jamming in every inch with a person may not be you know the best for for our experience. And so you know, how do we continue to add layers in in time um, where we can still have really high quality local artists, you know, global names who provide awesome live uh, music as well.
0: Yeah, awesome. What are what are some of the arcade games that? you set up uh, so
1: galaga uh miss pac-man donkey kong mortal kombat 2 um mba what's the NBA one nba jam NBA right? Jam. yeah yeah NBA jam. that's so the one where
0: you on. can only have like there are only two players per team yeah yeah yeah, yeah exactly
1: um yeah, so this goes on so like think about every great stand-up arcade game from the 80s i don't think we had tron last year um, but it's bigger this year. So, you know, I'm gonna make a request for Tron actually. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's some good ones.
0: How do you even go about like uh, like obtaining those games? Like so there's
1: a there's a group in Salem, Bitbar, and they have them. Oh, yeah, and yeah. so we work with Bitbar and oh. Bitcoin operate, but we shut off the coins for the day for the weekend, and people can just play them and you know it's like awesome. And so for a younger generation who really hasn't had that experience, it's it's cool just because it's different, you know, it's like okay. This is what my mom and dad did, um, and then for kind of the the Gen X generation, it's you know showing themselves that they still got it. <laughs> like, yeah, we used to have that in a Mortal Kombat in the Seven Eleven, and you put your quarter at the top, and then you would wait your turn, put the next quarter, and you know fights would almost break out because you weren't getting enough reps on Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <you know? laughs>
0: i just remember whenever I think of arcade games. So uh, there's a four K down in, you know, between in area four in Cambridge, yeah. it's kind of between Kendall and central. Yeah. And they have uh, where well, they used to, they didn't have it last time I went, but like pre pandemic, they had a, they had an Aerosmith game where really? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was a first person shooter kind of, uh, but because it was like the president got kidnapped by terrorists <laughs> and, and you, as Aerosmith, had to, you know, one of those where you hold the toy gun and shoot it yeah. at the screen, and you had to like save the hostage president from terrorists, yeah. which is like the most batshit premise for, <laughs> for an, like an Aerosmith arcade game. Like, like uh, how yeah, much?
1: Everybody's band from Claremont, New Hampshire, though. Come on, speaking about another New England band.
0: <laughs> they, uh, as listeners of this show, are very well aware. By this point i the town i grew up in marshfield uh yeah. is where stephen tyler and joey kramer lived yeah. when i was growing up and so yeah. like stephen yeah. tyler lived like half a mile a mile okay. away from me um and you could you know you'd see him out running and yeah. like you know he was a local celebrity but, and so but yeah this game like what a what a premise you know, only Harold Smith can say. I,
1: I, I want us to get this. It's like truly
0: a yeah. So I mean, arcade. so if I may make a recommendation. <laughs>
1: Absolutely, I'm writing it down.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I'll I'll get you. You know, I'll try to ask an open ended question to get you rolling and talking, yeah. and I'll I'll get to finding the the actual name of this arcade game. But it, that game is truly just like a vestige of the cocaine '80s, yeah. as the term goes, where it's just like. Yeah because how how else do you come up with that premise without yeah. you know like without being yeah. under the influence like i yeah. i you know because there's one thing like i don't know if you've played there was a for super nintendo uh there was like a michael jackson game
1: yeah that, I think that I was really kind of yeah. set up
0: like the smooth criminal video yeah. like he was in that yeah. outfit and you know i i, I just love that like I wish I wish that would come back. I wish more bands would have video games. More, more. It's amazing. Know, yeah, you know, and I I wish you know today's big stars would would come up with something, even even just like a mobile game.
1: Revolution X. This is amazing. I'm gonna figure that's, out. The, that's the Aerosmith
0: one. Yeah,
1: Revolution. All right. X. Yeah.
0: Okay. So the you know the only, uh, machine that I've seen was at a 4K but that was like 5 years ago. That's uh awesome. but I'm sure, you know, I'm sure at BitBar someone there has at least heard of it.
1: Yeah, for sure they have.
0: Uh, cuz they awesome. yeah, they know their stuff. Okay. <laughs> um, working on if, it. Yeah. So if I if I get to the festival and I see uh what'd you what was the name of it?
1: Uh, which part the, the retro arcade?
0: No, the the Aerosmith game.
1: Oh, Revolution X. Thank you. Or Revolution 10, whatever they however they're doing it
0: uh if i when i get to in between days in august if i see that game i i will you know i will jump for joy and like click my heels a little bit it's
1: great we're gonna work on it i'm gonna tell james is there a band that you're super excited to come see uh
0: i mean obviously like i'm this will be the second time i see modest mouse but probably the band i'm most excited for would be sunny day real estate i've never seen them. yeah that'd be Uh, awesome yeah, they're they're awesome. Uh but also more on like the lower end uh of the the lineup. Uh uh mint green on Sunday. Yeah. I love Mint Green. Okay, really um, great. Yeah, Cautious Clay too. I'm a big yeah. fan of. And there's a bunch of bands that like you know, uh Austin Pudding has covered at least mm-hmm. once. That you know, yeah. we've covered the Beths, we've covered Weekend Friends, Dutch tulip yeah. Shallow Pools, um, pretty sure we covered Gypsy Moths. But you know, like so. There's we've covered mint green. uh
1: you're connected to sweet petunia with Winkler and
0: that Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we've Winkler. covered Winkler. Uh, so you know, vicariously sweet petunia yeah. as well. So you know, there's a bunch of bands that like. It's like some of those bands like I I know of, but I I haven't personally seen live. So oh, you know, but if if I have to pick one, it's probably Sunny Day Real Estate. Is like. we can imagine make or yeah. break. Yeah
1: um be early, yeah that's saturday you know night right before the sun falls that'll be really cool
0: oh yeah yeah um i am i'm there
1: <laughs> awesome
0: jumping just briefly back to the the arcade like what is what's your favorite game to play really in, in that's
1: a really good question um
0: or at least you know, of the lineup you had last year you know, the games.
1: old skate video, 720, skate or die. No. Ever, that, it's a great no. game. Um, yeah, we were pretty active on that in the 80s. It was okay. really good. I would love it if we had that. We had 720. I think it was called 720. But when you were like in a hurry, the bees were chasing you and it was like, skate or die. <laughs> <laughs> really, really That's... <laughs>
0: yeah because i grew up in the like tony hawk pro skater era that was like my skateboarding game and i mean that those games had plenty of weird stuff but i don't think like there was ever the threat of death you know yeah i mean sure there was plenty of opportunities that like oh no human being would possibly survive that but it wasn't like it you know the stakes are pretty high. Sounds like skate or die.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like that's it. Like <laughs> your your curtains, which was an amazing game. You know, I love that. The ones that I you know I, we had there last year, Galaga is always super addictive. You mm-hmm. know, it's just so simple. It's like a a, a a almost a version of pong. Like ten years later, you're just moving side to side and shooting things, right, mm-hmm. or avoiding things, which was which was great. And like instant feedback you can never go wrong with Miss Pac Man. uh That's that's one that kids of almost any generation can play. Yeah. Or some Donkey Kong. I mean, Mortal Kombat. Just so you can hear them say, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I do love a,
0: like a, I do love fighting games.
1: Yeah, uh, you know, like know.
0: Mortal Kombat, Tekken, Soul Caliber. Like, uh so yeah, I'll I'll probably be posted up at Mortal Kombat if Brilliant. anything. Un, you know, unless Revolution X. Yeah,
1: I mean, okay. we're, I'm going to work on this immediately. Uh, and then tomorrow, our um, you know, our IPA festival. It's called the Up Up Down Down Left Right Left Right Black <laughs> like start IPA Fest. So the old Contra Kamachi coat get extra thirty lives. So yes, that's tomorrow, which is cool.
0: Contra is notoriously notoriously hard. Apparently, according to my older cousins, like before yeah. I was born, like my my parents owned like a Super Nintendo, and yeah. so like my cousins always wanted to come over to my. My parents' house. Yeah. And so because they didn't have Super Nintendo's yet. And, but apparently, no, like N- Contra being super difficult. Yeah. These, these kids, you know, like five year olds could not do shit with Contra, but they would just have my dad play it. And he got, like, he could, he, he beat Contra. Like, he could beat Contra, like, without the, without the code, without the Konami code. And it's like,
1: that's that's it's that's the a stuff a
0: legend in my in my yeah. family you know that is a star, um,
1: but like you, so you missed the whole era of like you know, vision and Atari and
0: yeah know, yeah and- so I was born in ninety one so the first game system that I had was an N sixty four
1: okay so not so, even old school Nintendo <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> well no 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 we we still blew in the cartridges N 64 yeah, okay still had the cartridges so yeah. you know I did grow up which you know, were, you weren't supposed to do apparently no but <laughs> but you know
1: is the third grade so, yeah. yeah. which is amazing
0: yeah, yeah. But so
1: how cool is that you can go goof around in the arcade you know while you're in between great food and obviously awesome music which is super fun
0: really fun that is something to look forward to
1: just a little other things that like will be layered in you know there'll be a wellness and sober space i think that's really important mm, yeah uh, the areas that are really you know that we're really working on and improving just making it as awesome as possible for everybody who wants to be a part of it, you know, yeah, and that's,
0: line. that's really good. Cause I, I a lot of, you know, any, any music event you go to, there's like, there's a lot of drinking going on. And so, yeah. you know, but plenty of people are sober, you know, exactly. by choice or, you know, because they need to be. And I, like I haven't heard of a lot of other festivals doing stuff, you know, having that, that space. So that's, that's really cool.
1: That'll that'll be really important. I think. Yeah. for sure. And It's just easy to get to, right. You're on the red line. You just hop down and you're there. It's a seven minute walk either side of NC center or Wollaston, um, which is really cool. Plenty of parking, free parking, that kind of stuff, which Mm -hmm. is good. But obviously we'd encourage people to use public transportation if they, if they can.
0: Yeah. I make you, God knows what the status of the T will be. So but, you know, make say, sure yeah. you, pray, like, you like take plenty of time. On the, if the
1: train's on the rails.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, their their latest thing is that they've like slowed down the trains uh, to, you know, to make sure they're not, make sure they stay on the track I is what I assume instead of like speeding down. So, you know, I had my commute every day. I have to add like, an, uh, like 15 more minutes just to account for like how slow the train is Craziness. moving right now. Yeah. Uh, So, I mean, hopefully that will be wrapped up by August, but it's the MBTA, so I,
1: (laughs) you know. So we shall see. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Uh, But bus
1: routes and everything else, and obviously ride share and all those bits. But there's free parking throughout, um, which is is really cool. Yeah, I was just going to say noon to 930 each day. So when people are planning their transport, just make sure that, you know, they're there before things get crazy starting around noon. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also the good news it's not crazy it's not going till midnight one o'clock so mm-hmm. you can get a decent night's sleep before the next day's awesomeness starts
0: yeah perfect for the over 30 crap <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh,
1: for all of us who yeah,
0: yeah. um yeah we still love music but like i also you know i want to be in bed by like 11
1: yeah i love sleep
0: <laughs> yeah um Absolutely. And is there anything like any other logistic stuff for that attendees should, should know, you know, so we've covered yeah, you know, parking, bring, we've covered the times, you know, bring
1: a, you know, bring a water bottle, make sure it's empty, but just so you can keep filling up on water. So you don't have to sell, you know, can reduce the waste mm-hmm. in that. Part. I think that's probably an important piece. Don't go crazy what you're trying to bring in a stadium, you know, not chairs and things like that. Mm-hmm. Those are the easy logistics. You know, I think that's. The marketplace will be really fun. I think that'll be really, really cool.
0: Um, Maybe bring like a, a reusable bag in case you want yeah, exactly. to make some purchases.
1: Hundred percent. Yeah. Then there'll be lockers, uh, you know, places to plug in phones that recharge, that kind of thing. For sure.
0: Nice. Yeah, yeah.
1: There's, you know, a big VIP area for those that are interested. Uh, But I think it's a great experience throughout the park regardless, Uh, but VIP just, you know, adds that up a bit, a bit of a notch, a bit more privacy, those things. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, cool. Uh, And so, um, so this, this year, last year was one day, right? And now last year was one day, like it was
1: like, you know, it was like, it was was a small day. We wanted just to try it out, right? We wanted Mm -hmm. to see what this would be like. Let's learn as much as we possibly can. And, you know, if it's something that people like and want to do, you know, certainly, and if we something we want to continue to do, let's let's do it. And so the whole idea was to run a kind of a beta test, for lack of a better term, um, kind of year zero and have that experience. And it turned out a lot of parts of it were really awesome. And it showed that, you know, with um, a bit more time, uh, we can build something very, very special. And that's what's been happening. And that's what, you know, ticket sales are going really well and operationally it's it's going very well with under James's tutelage and certainly so excited uh, i wish it was this weekend well this weekend's going to be awesome anyway but maybe the weekend after i wish it was uh, here
0: <laughs> yeah i mean you know it's even talking to you is like getting me pumped for it and i have to be like this is this is april so uh, yeah. what is that 4 months 4 months away yeah yeah it's like, don't Almost make exactly me do basic math in my head.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Come on, it's Friday. Uh,
0: do nothing, not. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm like, ooh, well, four months. But yeah, no, it' something to look forward to in the summer. It'll be really good. Um,
1: but okay, um, I it, mean, it's going to be great.
0: Yeah. And it can only be a good yeah. sign that in your second year, you're you're finding all these ways to expand. Um, You know, okay. very, very promising. Time.
1: Yeah, and that's the fun part, right? Is like we now can start looking, we're more than just a year away, and how does this continue to grow and continue to drive towards the values of of what we're trying to accomplish here, you know, which is a deep appreciation for local music, um, you know, an opportunity to bring a community together, to have a lot of fun, you know, kind of joyous fun. Mm -hmm. I think it's really important to do that with a, a diverse lineup. Um, how do we continue to expand that? Um, and that's, that's a really fun part about it.
0: And so, uh, you know, not, not to get too far ahead of, of this, you know, the present conversation, but like looking forward. And obviously I'm sure this answer may change, you know, August, t- August, uh, 21st, you know, the yeah. day after the festival, but like, what are some other looking forward to like potential future years what are some other areas you lo- you're looking to expand potentially
1: yeah you know that's a that's, a, that's something that the fun part to think about every day certainly on the music side we want to continue to expand opportunities there so that's a friday is that a weekend before does that change a bit in terms mm-hmm. of the layout of the music um you know a big part of this is 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 the kids side of it you know are there opportunities there where we can have a kid's day uh you Mm. know with music that's centric to kids and tie in some art camps and other things that actually you know are really helpful to families and give kids an opportunity to do something that they don't quite get in other summer camps um you know how do we expand this to other um art genres like how do we continue to look at ways to do that and celebrate local artists whether that's in film um, you know, I don't want that to sound cliched, but there are a lot of pieces to this that are actually a lot of folks in the in the indie film world and documentary film world. So, are there are there opportunities there where we can mm-hmm. have that as gaps in between really good music on different days, um, other type of installations? You know, is there is there you know going back to the kids thing, a school of rock that plays all summer, then then has an opportunity to shine on the big stage kind of on day one you know all, all those little pieces I and mean, a question i'd have mm-hmm. for you on the music front is like who would you want to see you know going into 24 like who would you have on your top of your list
0: um i mean f- focusing i would probably my answer is probably going to focus on local artists specifically because okay. i you know i love that's and that's one of the things that like is most attractive to me about in between days you know is that you do have like a lot of local artists yeah
1: almost i'm not quite half or from or connected to new england you know in a, in a big way.
0: but yeah i mean some of them like i just saw um hassan barclay last night and like he's fantastic it was his first show oh. with a, with a full band um, okay so i you know like which is a long time coming for him i think mm-hmm. uh and it, he sounded great.
1: Your 2022 lineup, you know, your blog uh, talking about two, uh, the thousand twenty two mm-hmm. bands or some great did you do a? um did you make a list on Spotify or anything of those bands? Did you do a playlist?
0: Oh of the of the the albums yeah. of the year? Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. We 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 have a we have a playlist. So yeah, okay. I mean I'm pretty sure at least one or two of the bands let me google that list i'm
1: sure shallow pools is on there and a couple others would be my guess
0: yeah no we definitely have a couple There's of those good bands ones. There's some uh, really good ones. oh yeah we so shallow pools is their the ep that they put out uh daydreaming yeah that made that made our our album of the year list um so that might be the only actually did we do dutch tulips no i feel like they made the year before yeah uh, but yeah so i like Excited for them this year, um, but I mean, like a, a lot of bands. Now that I'm I'm on this list, I think a, there's a lot of bands or artists that we
1: fit well, fit well.
0: You know, yeah, like you know, husbands. I think would would fit well. Uh, you had you had horse jumper last year, right? Am I um, Sydney Gish?
1: What about Community College?
0: Um, we we've covered them. I don't. Uh, but not they weren't on this this album of the year list. Okay. I I think did Future Teens play last year? No, no. Cause... Okay, all right. That I don't. I might be conflating that lineup with another another festivals. They I they would be a, another shout for okay. you know a potential future year.
1: Awesome, love
0: it. But you know if I, if I think of any more you know I'll yes. definitely let you know.
1: <laughs> Please. Yeah. What do people want to listen to, right? I think that's you've got your pulse on it for sure. Finger on the pulse. <laughs>
0: um, is that sort of so? That's sort of like all the the questions and talking points that I I had going into this. I I don't know if the, there's anything else you want to add. Any you know closing closing remarks?
1: Yeah, there's something to be said. You know the the I don't know if you saw recently, but our our ticket price is our ticket price. Mm -hmm. So any costs to run the festival are included in that. Mm -hmm. What I mean by that, the ticket fees are also included in that. And yes, there's a price to have a ticket platform, Mm -hmm. but as opposed to showing up to buy your ticket online, and then there's a fee for ticketing, you know, there's not a fee for security. You know what I mean? There's not, there's Mm -hmm. not these extra fees that all get layered in. And I think, you know, traditionally the idea of that was like, well, we don't get that money. So therefore it comes in at the very end, I think for us, it was just like, well, let's be as transparent as possible about what this whole thing is. And when it's, you know, it's a $95 GA ticket, kind of last minute, that's it's a $95 GA ticket. Mm-hmm. I think that's, that's an important piece to, to start value systems and how we're trying to run this and grow it and build it. Is trying to be as transparent as we possibly can in regards to things like that and everything, but certainly things that we have some semblance of control over. So people aren't surprised. I think that's pretty cool. I'm really, I'm out of my staff for implementing that.
0: Yeah. uh, That I respect the fuck out of that. That's uh, that's huge. You know, there's plenty of stories about people trying to buy tickets through whatever website and just, you know, getting slammed. Like, you know, it costs sometimes like almost twice as much per ticket once, once you get hit with those fees that, you know, it's like, I, like when I go to buy a ticket, I know that the fees are going to come, but it's also like, you still seeing the the final numbers, like God, Jesus Christ. What it's <laughs>
1: crazy. Yeah. It's a, it's yeah. like, it's like a price here, but that would be like, again, it's like the, like we're saying, we're only going to charge $50 and that's what's going to the artist. But then we're going to charge an extra $10 for security and we're going to charge an extra, you know, processing fee exactly for field rental. And you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, okay, what stage do these supplements? It's just, it is what it is. Here's the cost of, of this thing. And and the good news, I guess, is the artists are being taken care of through the ticket, the tickets, you know, I think they can't, it's, it's a, that's tough. That's tough business now. I mean, not being able to sell and get a lot of money from records and other pieces and kind of having to do that grind of, it's so expensive
0: to tour now too like some bands have are are unable to tour because they just can't you know afford the costs
1: exactly and that's tough that that is i am um, that is a grind you know certainly envious Mm -hmm. that they get to share their craft on stage with others i'm sure that's a really powerful thing but having to do that day in and day out just to kind of make ends meet and Mm -hmm. pay for the experience um i'm sure that's that can be that can be a grind so i'm really happy that you know ticketing basically pays for the bands which is good um you know could we just be honest about the whole thing and ticket fees are part of that
0: mm-hmm. yeah well that's a, yeah that's great um anyway thank you so much Alex for taking the time to talk to me today um it, tickets are still available for the the festival right
1: yeah not quite sold out so we're continuing to see you know tracking you know close to that and tracking upwards and um you know, so if you're
0: listening money. and you haven't gotten a ticket yet maybe maybe hop yeah, on it's just that. the
1: the options, the options change you know as as time goes on as there's scarcity you know the, the options are are different right yeah and they're more expensive or not in the area that you want to be in perhaps so um uh, this is one of the areas in life where you probably want to plan ahead
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely awesome Harry. yeah Alex Alex yeah, think- Magleby from in between days Happening August 19th and 20th at Veterans Memorial Stadium in Quincy. Come join us. Get your tickets now. Modest Mouse, awesome. Sunny Day Real Estate, Lord Huron, a bunch of New England bands.
1: Hey, come share the magic. You know, and Be a part yeah. of it. I mean, it's, 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 it's be, help create something that's absolutely amazing.
0: Come, hopefully, save the president with me and Steven Tyler.
1: Yes, exactly. <laughs> Revolution <laughs> X. Yeah. And I'm going to get 720 as well, just so you can. Fingers are crossed. Yeah, know. awesome. Hey, okay, thank you.
0: But yeah, I'll I'll see you. Yeah, I'll see you in August.
1: Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Be All right. well.
0: Thanks, Alex. Have a great weekend. You too. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. That was Alex Magleby of In Between Days. Get your tickets now, August 18th and 19th at Veterans Memorial Stadium in Quincy. Come see Modest Mouse and sunny day real estate with me and a whole bunch of other cool bands um we'll be back next week uh where my guest will be fitzgerald formerly known as reverser he, he just recently changed his name uh his artist name uh from reverser to fitzgerald but he's uh the guitarist in cliff notes band in uh tim hall's band um so a local boston guitarist I I love I love the sounds that he, he pulls out of guitar. Um anyway, he's gonna come on to because he's gearing up to release some solo music. Uh so he took some time to to sit down and talk to me about that. And honestly, like we get we get pretty deep in, in the next episode. Um talk a lot about like vulnerability and uh trying to just heal from from wounds and shit like that. It's a tender one. And uh, I think it's, um, I don't know. I, I, it was a great talk to be a part of. Um, And so I hope it, I hope if you listen to it, um, you know, you find some meaning. I'll talk more about it next week. Uh, But anyway, have a great week, y'all. I'm, I'm uh, getting ready to go to um, Pitchfork Festival. Uh, out in Chicago, um, which I am super excited for. Uh, gonna be there as a journalist and photographer to to cover the festival. My brother lives out there, so I get to see him. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. Uh, love to travel, love Chicago. It's gonna be like the fifth time I, I visit um, and like third time in less than a year. So I've been making pretty regular trips out there. But yeah, (laughs) I'll see you when I see you. Bye.